End of August already. More cases and people leaving. <laughs> China's the first place I've ever lived for this long. How could I leave? But do I really want to live out of a backpack again? Workouts. How can I change them? My language class and uh, how I'm planning to go forward in the next couple of months. Folks, it is Wednesday, August 31st, 2022. I'm Steven Sierski. Uh, and this here is my daily audio, audio digest. I publish this Monday to Friday. Show notes up on my website, stephensersky.com. And uh, you can find the whole slew of archives dating back f- for the last year. I've been uh, doing this for just over a year. Uh, and uh, I hope you guys are enjoying it. Uh, there are a few people who I know listen to this on a regular basis. Uh, I'm kind of surprised, but also not kind of surprised. And I'm interested because some of these people are actually going to be leaving uh, in the short, sometime in the next, in the foreseeable future, they're going to be leaving. It'll be interesting to see if I stay, they go, uh, or if they go, and then if I somehow leave as well, this audio digest is something I can take with me, uh, traveling around the world. Now, whether or not it's published on the same regularity, on the same schedule, I would like to. I mean, I kind of liked having, uh, you know, a 20-minute audio diary at the end of the day when I was traveling through Chongqing and uh, Chengdu, although that one was a little bit long, I understand. I've learned from my mistakes, or I've learned from my experience, and uh, I I kind of understand how I could do it going forward. And I'll tell you, recording an audio podcast is a lot easier than sitting down and writing. I, I know there's a few writers who listen to this, and they'll tell you, if there's one thing that happens when you write, it's very different from recording, um you know, an off-the-cuff sort of uh, podcast, which is what I do. This is all uncut. There's no editing in this stuff. uh, Blogging, I start, you know, tweaking. You know, oh, do I want to say it this way? Do I want to say, oh, I don't want to offend anybody. This one, and plus, as I hit my, this age that I'm at right now, they're going to skew words anyway, right? They're going to, they're going to take it. They're going to snip it up. They're going to chop it up and they're going to misinterpret something out of context anyway. So what my fear was before with blogging has now just been transformed into, uh, into pogging, (laughs) plugging (laughs) into audio blogging, audio speed, blah, blah, blahing. There's no winning. If someone's out there to get you, they're going to get you right Or they're going to try anyway. And it's just uh, sort of how do you, um, market it off how do you get around it uh but uh so yeah it's end of august already um so, wow september october november december yeah i had to count that four months more left in 2022 on to 2023 one year from now what will you want to have done what will you want to be doing where will you be and how are you going to make that happen so though those are some of the questions that I ask myself around this time of year for one very specific reason, uh, more so than at New Year's. New Year's doesn't count. Like uh, the calendar change, that party only meant something to me when I was a kid, when we would uh, get together with the family friends, um, Nick and Anya, and uh, and their their older boys. Uh, when when the older boys weren't old enough to you know take off because you know the the Hellraisers were coming over. Um, that would be me and my brothers and well, me and my brothers basically. Uh, and, uh, so New Year's doesn't really do much for me. Resolutions doesn't count, but birthdays do. Birthdays do because you, you hear about people dying 
and this is uh, as morbid as that sounds, you think of how, you know, in the obituaries, um, in the arrests, you know, uh, how old are people when they go through some of these things? And, you know, uh, early 40s, late 30s isn't so bad, but early 40s, and then you get into 50s, people start, you know, popping off. I mean, it's, uh, you know, life takes its toll on a lot of people, whether it's poor life choices or circumstances or who knows, right? But birthdays become a little bit more of a, of a milestone uh, to mark rather than calendar flipping, basically. You know, how many times the earth has gone around the sun? I can't see it. I mean, yes, I see the sun. Okay, I get that. But, I mean, I don't feel that. <laughs> I don't feel the sun spinning. I don't feel the earth spinning around the sun or anything. It's like, but I do... I notice how I age, and I look back at pictures over the years, and I go, "Wow, wow, buddy, oh, <laughs> wow." Um, but uh, all that being said, actually, I came across a very interesting uh, tweet uh, the other day, and it said uh, this guy was writing that in 30 years, alcohol will be treated the same way that tobacco is. And you remember a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago already, uh, I might have asked, like, you know, what, what in 10 years, 15 years? In the nearby future, in our in our in our livable future, what are some of the things that you will see that are okay today that will not be okay at that time? And I was saying Bluetooth would be sort of one of those things. Uh, I think this guy's got it a little bit more real in saying that it's going to be alcohol. Uh, and there is, you know, we are we we youngins, uh, and I mean like forties, even fifties, uh, and then upper thirties as well. Uh, we are we have seen what alcohol can do to people around us. I think it's a lot more apparent now, uh, especially with the internet um, and how close families are and friends are these days. So whereas you know things might have been sort of disappeared in the hushed whispers of you know a, a, a personal meeting, nowadays they're on online, right? And it's it's out there for everybody to sort of uh, see who wants to see it, and for people who want the support, who need the support. Uh, so yeah, going forward, 30 years from now, I think actually alcohol is going to be one of these things that sort of uh, goes by the wayside, and it's not going to be, you know, as smoking was once sort of um, seen to be the normal thing, that's that's just what we did back then. Uh, drinking, I think, alcohol will be one of those as well. I don't think it's going to go away completely. Um, I think there are uses for it. I mean, if you're going to talk about mind-altering drugs and stuff like that, like uh, mushrooms and uh, marijuana and stuff, then I, I don't think you can categorically disallow alcohol because alcohol does play a role in being mind-altering <laughs> uh, just as tobacco can as well um, remember your first puff of a cigarette or a cigar I mean that was mind-altering but you know constant smoking 20 cigarettes a day for 20 years maybe the effect wears off a little bit right kind of like with alcohol uh, one of those things where uh, maybe uh, is moderation how much is moderation is one glass of wine gonna do anything bad for you no and you can argue health benefits no health benefits whatever but yeah 30 years from now alcohol I, I i sort of actually believe that alcohol in 30 years from now will be treated the same way that tobacco will be so yeah that tobacco is right now so why am i talking about this is because i just finished watching this um one of these tedx talks about intermittent fasting and i got thinking about my current workouts uh and that i do sort of feel a little bit of a um you know a wall hitting up you know uh, in terms of exertion uh in terms of calories in calories out exercises 
timing of all those things. I'm wondering if maybe it's time to switch things again, switch things up a little, and maybe extend the period of not eating. So increasing, currently I stop eating around 8 o'clock. 8.30 uh, is the sort of the latest I go now. Uh, but then I don't eat again until uh, 8.30 the following day. And in that time, I often go, you know, I have my workout and everything. So in the morning, which I, I try to do, uh, well, at least three times a week, um, the, the intense ones, could I extend that window? You know, what if I ate at like six or four? I mean, what if I got rid of the afternoon workout? Isn't this kind of crazy? You get rid of the afternoon workout. You, you pair that together with the morning workout somehow. I have no idea. And then you stop eating at, so you eat at six, uh, and then that way you don't eat again until after your workout the next day sort of thing. But you can do that because after work, you're making dinner, you're, uh, and you eat dinner, so it takes, what, an hour to make, give or take, whatever, it doesn't matter. Give yourself an hour to prepare dinner and do the things that you have to do after work. Um, possibly go for a run, you know, because that's a commute, basically. And then eat 5.30, 6 o'clock, and then don't eat again until 8.30 the next day after you've finished your workout. Right, so the, stretching it by another two hours doesn't sound like much, but who knows? I mean, so it's something I think I'm thinking about because uh, I also sort of feel the um, the drag of having to work out twice a day, and I wonder if well, what if I started working out every day, Monday to Friday, but doing different workouts? So it'd be like you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I do a run and one set of kettlebells. And then on Tuesdays, Thursdays, I do, a, you know, a bike ride and then, you know, another set of like steel club or mace, right? And then that way I eliminate the afternoon workout um, aside from maybe doing the run. But um, something along those lines, so thinking about changing things up. And if I get this rowing machine, which I'm not going to lie, it actually sounds like a great idea. Uh, if I get this rowing machine, then it'll make things a lot easier in the winter because then I won't have to go outside and freeze. <laughs> Which is, uh, I'm not going to lie, was kind of one of the things I was thinking about with this uh, little shift. Uh, so something to think about, you know, increased uh, intermittent fasting window, uh, non-eat, so a fasted window, uh, increasing that to about 14 hours total, getting rid of the uh, afternoon workouts, um, mainly because, you know, even in doing the, the, you know, the slow and 20, like the very slow workouts, it just takes a lot, it, it requires a mindset change. Right, and there's other things I, I do need to start working on as well, like with the Delta starting, trying to get HSK five going, uh, and passed by the end of the year. Studying this other language that I've uh, uh, am trying to pick up as well. So things like this, uh, and making sure you know, running this, you know, trying to get something going with this language vlog, so I can uh, have something there to to use and to fall back on. Uh, that's also been a concern. So and to, I can't be do that. I can't do it. I have not found a way to do this while I'm running around the yard <laughs> or swinging kettlebells around the room. So it's uh, that multitasking. I just can't do it just yet. <sighs> more people, more cases uh, are more cases and more people leaving. More cases are coming in. More cases are being found and more people are leaving. Uh, so Chengdu has recently come across a whole bunch of people who are at a pool and they all got infected. Well, no, they didn't all get infected. It was like 121 um, whatever is, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, not asymptomatic. There were 69 asymptomatic, and then there were uh, 121 actual cases. I think that's what it was. And... <laughs> 
this news comes out as a time <laughs> talking to a couple of people actually about why they're leaving. <laughs> they're like, well, <laughs> this continuous virus. I don't. It's not COVID. It's not COVID nineteen. It's COVID twenty two. Uh, it's uh, it's continuous virus uh, deficiency or in in see, continuous C O V I D continuous viral infection dissemination. 22. So there, there, there's your new acronym, right? It's constant. This thing is just not going away anywhere. Um, there's probably various reasons for it. Uh, of course, they're being safe. The rest of the world's moved on. Though the rest of the world is experiencing higher prices. And this is due in part because of supply issues in China, uh, Russian invasion of Ukraine, and this is sort of all increasing the cost of living. Now, in China, have you seen your life costs increase that much this is a very good point to bring because sometimes we like to look across the, the fence and go oh the grass is so much greener over there but then you know if you did the eco- economics you go we're, we're employed there are opportunities here you know th- it's one of the reasons why i'm not that quick to leave just yet uh although i have been thinking of it i mean but i think everyone thinks about it every expat goes through this period of like well you never know blah 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 good question Pros and cons, advantages, disadvantages, <laughs> benefits and not benefits. What's the opposite of a benefit? Good question. Uh, detriment. Uh, but uh, I'll tell you, China is the one place that I've been in the longest. I've been here for since 2014, uh, minus one year, and I've lived in the same place uh, for most of that. So it, it's although I say it's not home because it's not. Uh, it is one of these things where I'm going. It's been pretty close to it's the most stable backpacking uh, backpackers locker I've had in my travel history over, over the last 15 years or so already so uh, do I want to change that all of a sudden uh, not just yet because I am quite enjoying having this stability but let's get something clear given all of the uh, benefits of living here given the longevity uh, there, there has to be an end to this at some point because either I don't know why there's a drum playing outside. Interesting. I don't. The landlord could come to me in February and say, uh, terminating the contract. Here's your money back, or here, don't have to pay me. I'm not giving you any money back, but you don't have to pay any more. And I'll consider the damage deposit. You know, whatever. Um, so she could do that in February, and I'm sol. Uh, could could lose a job for any any reason you know operational needs uh and then i'm kicked out anyway so it's not the and 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 let's just take it another route given my age given my you know circumstances in life what if you got married what if you had a kid i know you got a nine month leeway well usually <laughs> uh once you know uh well you know you have nine months anyway um the this is not an apartment I'd be staying in. Like it would not be no. I'd be moving out to Tongzhou to one of the cheaper apartments. I'd be moving. I'd be downscaling in terms of rent expenditure. That 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 much would be um, done. I mean, I, I don't. And I don't think that you know my wife or uh, my girlfriend would have to make that choice for me. I think I'd look at it and go, "Yep, that <laughs> can't afford this moving." <laughs> and there's only so much we can scale up our income here. It's very difficult to do it uh, given the current visa restrictions and contractual restrictions. So it's uh, it is one of those choices that 
you look at this apartment, um, you know, costs, cost outlays, uh, but reality meets and you kind of go then and if, you know, but what if you can't convince your wife or girlfriend to leave the country to go somewhere else where you could make more money? It becomes a, uh, a, a difficult decision to stay, not just to leave, but also to stay because you do see so many people leaving. I'm not going to lie. It's like a death almost. It's almost like a death because you don't know if you're going to see these people again. Again, referring back to uh, getting older, this is, I'm not going to lie, some of the people I know, not the healthiest, but they're also not the uh, most unhealthiest people either. Uh, some of them do have good um, habits. How is it going to be returning to their homelands, to their home cultures, where they now live in a place where they understand everything that's going on. Uh, there's no real language barrier anymore. Now they're going to have to deal with uh, families that are dealing with culture shock, um, their kids as well dealing with culture shock. So it's it's a lot to take on in, in one go uh, where, you know, being the, uh, the adult male, making that choice to leave the homeland, but then taking home a family, it's a, it's a substantial, uh, you got to think about it, I guess, right? One thought that did sort of um, cross my mind, I'm like, do I really want to live out of a backpack? Yesterday I was talking about this uh, leaving and, you know, backpacking across the world again. I'm going, oh, I don't know if I have the same um, conviviality that I once did to sleep in a 16-bed dorm. I I just don't know if I'd do it. Maybe once, just to remind myself why I don't do those anymore. Depends on the area, actually, I'll tell you. Because in in Taiwan, the, the, the... Dorms are actually very nice. I remember that uh, very well. Here in China, the dorms can be very good, although some of the residents are kind of like, you're like, dude, there are other people in the room. You know that, right? Um, And other places would be more like party-going hostels and stuff like that. Uh, But that's all part and parcel of, you know, where where is the next sort of direction going? That's a very good question to ask and something that I have been thinking about. And I wonder what a lot of these people who are, uh, leaving who don't have anything else set up like what what is their sort of plan or they might also be a little bit younger as well so maybe they have a little bit more uh, I, I'm not I don't want to say they have more time but maybe they just want to have that ability that experience of being free of being boundless basically which I was for many many years prior to coming to China and large extent I'm still kind of boundless I'm not gonna lie but once I leave China it's gone you know, there, there's there's no coming back, uh, at least not for the foreseeable future, not for two, three, four, five years, right? Which is weird to say, but I mean, that's pushing into the middle of the decade. And how much will have changed? I, I'll Actually, I'd almost say not much. Maybe more robotics, maybe more automated working and stuff like that. Like Bien Li Fung will actually be staffed by robots rather than like one grumpy underpaid employee. They're actually, they're not grumpy. I'll tell you the truth. They're very good at hiding their emotions. Not like us Westerners who, you know, wear our emotions on our sleeves sometimes. Maybe more automation by way of service industry. Good question. Now, the language class. Um, so, and going forward into uh, the next couple of months, I know I'm pushing up against the 20-minute time limit. I set myself again. Um, but I'll tell you, there, so going forward with HSK5 and this other language, this other language that I'm studying uh, can't be named at the moment, um, Interesting fact. Uh, Google Meet. If you need something that's similar to Zoom, 
look into Google Meet, M-E-E-T, like meeting meet. And uh, you can apparently record these, video and audio. Uh, it's free to use, so you have a, a Google account. I don't know about the tracking and traceability and, you know, what kind of shit they're putting on your computer. No idea, but it's free. And, I mean, if you don't know what Zoom is doing, then you probably don't care what Google is doing either, right? But there you go. Uh, so Google Meet is something else that you could uh, use 60-minute time cap as opposed to the 40-minute time cap for Zoom. Now, I only say that because this language I'm studying um, is has been done over Google Meet over the last couple of weeks, uh, and it's been pretty good. But these two languages, I mean, the this uh, italki language, I'm probably not going to be... Uh, purchasing any more classes just yet. I'll, I'll probably continue on my own if I can. I might post some things on my language vlog because, again, i got to keep myself honest with it. Um, appropriately identified as so, right, as, as such. I know I'm being a little bit, um, you know, mysterious, uh, wishy-washy, but uh, I think you'll understand why if you saw some of these videos. Uh, and uh, because it is sort of of a, a, sen a sensitive nature uh, in this uh, this current time. Maybe not for everybody, but for, for some people it is. Um, and then also for Chinese, for HSK5. I mean, I, I was thinking, do I have to get this done by the end of the year? No, I don't. I don't have to get it done. I would like to, but if it means that I'll pass the test next time, and it means that I can get through the HSK5 course books, finish this Delta M1 module, and then get the HSK six books, even if I don't get through them next year, but have them and start going through them. If I can pass the HSK five anytime within like there, there's no there's no limit. I mean there's no deadline to this thing, but I have been hitting hard on the vocab. I do like having that deadline because I do want to get it done. I don't want to be that guy who's stuck. You know, like um, what's the guy? Uh, Interstellar. What's his name? Matthew McConaughey, right? He's push pushing out those books for his daughter to see. You know, like that guy stuck in the time warp, you know, or he goes down to the planet and, you know, seven minutes is like 35 years or something like that. I don't want that to be my Chinese studies. I don't want to be stuck in some time zone, time warp where I'm like, yeah, I'm working on, I was like, Steve, you've been working on HSK5 for 16 years. Give up already, <laughs> you know? Uh, go back to find your love on that lost planet or whatever it is, right? So giving the deadline, November, uh, I'm trying to do as many flashcards as I can a, a, a day. This month is, August was really busy. First part of September is going to be busy. Then after that, October, November should be a little bit easier to uh, deal with. Uh, but especially with the Delta stuff, although Delta is all in English, so that's uh, pretty good. It's a lot easier than trying to read Chinese sometimes, but I'll tell you, even now, giving myself some break, uh, some time off from studying Chinese, characters are getting better, reading is getting a little easier, it's got to speed up, and now, I mean, is that, the other thing i got to do is work on my listening and then my tones, which uh, is going to require some focused effort as well. Okay, folks, I'm going to leave it there. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, show notes, tracks, and vids up on my website, stephensersky.com. Uh, thanks for watching if you uh, have had the chance, and uh, hopefully you got something out of this. All right, folks, thanks again. We will talk again. Have a good one. Bye-bye.